Hey, it's Matthew J. Thanks for checking out the show. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy history and stories? Do you like hearing short stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Episode 49, Fairies and Pugwudgies. Let me introduce myself to the new listeners. My name is Matthew J. I'm your host and storyteller, and I love talking to people and listening about their stories about anything they find interesting. I enjoy telling these stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, is that true? For this story, we will need to bring with us some small church bells, a four-leaf clover, and we might want to turn our clothing inside out. Let us start there and pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. The definition of a fairy is a magical creature with human appearances, magical powers, and one that has the tendency for trickery. They are small beings and some have wings. They're always described or documented to be mostly in female forms. Fairies were sometimes thought to bring good luck, haunt specific locations, and lead travelers astray using will-o'-wisps. A will-o'-wisp is the ghost light seen by the people at night over bogs, swamps, and marshes. A fairy could be an elemental, which is an intelligent species distinct from humans and angels. A magical entity with an ability to control a particular force of nature and exert powers using these forces. Folklore accounts have described fairies as, quote, spirits of the air, end quote. The definition of a pugwudgie is a little wild man of the woods that vanishes. It is said to be two to three feet tall. Pugwudgies can disappear at will, shape shift, use magic, create fire without tools, and are experts with bows and arrows. The most common description of a pugwudgie is a creature that looks like a porcupine from the back, half troll and half human from the front. The Native Americans believe pugwudgies perform nasty tricks. They kidnap people, attack humans with short knives and spears, and steal small children. Fairies and pugwudgies have been called fae folk and have been found to be the oldest North American mythical creatures that dwelled in the woods and marshes from the Great Lakes all the way to the coast of Massachusetts and Delaware. That was some great information to us get going on these mythical encounters. You might have seen the most famous fairy, you know, Tinkerbell in the movies and the cartoons. My favorite Tinkerbell was Julia Roberts in the movie Hook. You might have read about Pugwudgies in the Harry Potter books. But these next stories are some wicked stories about these two creatures that might make you never want to go alone in the woods again.
It was 1853, and a young man named Neil Colton was wandering the countryside gathering berries with his brother and a female cousin. It was a hot day in the summer, and the young children were collecting and eating the berries. They began to hear light music that was wafting through the air behind some nearby rocks. The boys began to walk towards the rocks to investigate the music and discovered a clearing. In the clearing was a band of fairies playing small instruments, dancing, and just chanting weird things. The boys noticed that one of the little folks was a woman wearing a red dress and that she was the one that noticed the three kids. The fairy in the red dress caught sight of the children and made eye contact just with them. And then all of a sudden she rushed towards the female cousin in an aggressive manner. The fairy was carrying a stick and it was sharp and she jumped up and hit the cousin in the cheek. The young girl begins to feel dizzy and begins to crumple to the ground. But Neil and his brother grab the cousin and make sure she does not collapse onto the natural floor. Holy cow, a fairy just attacked a young girl. Well, at this point, all three children ran from the area in complete panic. They make it back to their house and the cousin falls down and looks to be dead. One of the parents runs to the local church and gets a priest to help the young girl. The priest was named Father Ryan and he comes to the fallen cousin and he begins to say a prayer over her body. The young girl begins to wake up. Priest Ryan stated that if the boys had let the young girl hit the ground, she would have gone to the fairies. The fairies would have taken the girl away from the human realm, quote, forever, end quote. That is some fairy dust I do not want to be exposed to. Now let us fast forward into the 1980s. We are now in Perth, Australia, and a young man stated he witnessed another aggressive fairy. This time, the fairy is a small aborigine man that measures only 13 inches in height. The young man was playing hide-and-go-seek in the brushland. He begins to hear an odd sound near his feet. The boy sees an absolute amazing sight. A small man carrying, quote, a spear, end quote. The little fairy man glared at the young man right in the eyes. The boy gets the sense the fairy is not happy. The fairy throws the spear and it punctures the boy's foot. Good grief, another attacking fairy. The next thing that happens is just totally odd. The little fairy retreats into the brush out of sight. And at the same time that happens, the spear and the wound in the foot completely disappears. The Native American tribes from the Great Lakes all the way to the east coast of the Atlantic Ocean all have stories about small, magical creatures who like to live and hunt in wooded areas and swamps. They seem to be compared to trolls, goblins, and leprechauns. The Native Americans believe these small people are called pugwudgies, and they used to get along with humans, but later became annoyed with humans, and then they turned against all humans. The Native Americans thought they were just a mischievous group of small people. The Native American tribes stated they became violent once they were disrespected. But if you left them alone and did not follow them when they were walking or hunting in the woods or swamps, they were harmless. If you followed them or annoyed them, they would do evil things. The Wapan Indian tribe has the best stories about these small, child-sized trolls. The Pugwudgies became angry at the affection that the Native Americans would be getting from the legendary giant Mashop. The Pugwudgies became angry and began stealing the Native American children and burned the Indian villages to the ground. Well, that is not cool, little guys. Today, people in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Delaware still claim to see Pugwudgies. One Massachusetts woman claims that she came across a pugwudgie while she was walking her dog through a local wooded area near her home. 
She did not follow the creature, but she did make eye contact with the little troll. The woman then goes home, but every night the creature would commonly appear at her window and wake her up. She was so annoyed about these nightly visits that she finally moved away, and the visit stopped. Also in the state of Massachusetts, there are so many sightings of pugwudgies near Freetown Fall River State Forest, located near the town of Ashnett. The local police have received so many reports and calls from people seeing pugwudgies, they erected a pugwudgie crossing sign. Yikes! A local government using public money to put up safety signs is crazy, right? Now, the local police state it was all done as an April Fool's joke, but why would they spend taxpayer money on a joke? What do you think? Do you believe that the eastern seaboard states of the United States have woodland creatures hiding from humans? Do you think the fairies are evil or just small nature spirits taking care of nature? What about the troll pugwudgies that are roaming the forest looking all grumpy and are just hoping to be left alone? I have no idea what is going on, but people still today talk about seeing fairies in their gardens talking to rabbits and hikers being tricked deep into the woods to end up lost. Some people in New England still talk about small people wandering the woods and just being grumpy. Thank goodness we have not had any modern stories about fairies and pugwudgies stealing any babies. Do you like this podcast? Then we need to thank Anchor for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, your friends, your coworkers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. Please email suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me at s period w period c history podcast at gmail.com. The show is on the Nextdoor app. Please follow the Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Group. Join the group and get the show and a direct line to me to talk about the podcast. The Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Podcast is also on iHeartRadio. Please give the show a five-star review on Apple or anywhere else you can give me a review. It really helps, guys and girls. We are worldwide. We have listeners in 23 countries, United Kingdom, Germany, the Philippines, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Canada, Australia, Sweden, South Africa, Portugal, Costa Rica, New Zealand, Norway, India, Russia, Denmark, the Czech Republic, the Netherlands, Spain, Hungary, Romania, Uruguay, and Mexico. Please share the show with your countrymen. Thank you, and please keep listening for the next show. Good day and good night. <laughs>